Welcome to the Salt Circle Podcast. My name is Hank. With me today is someone who watches The Watchmen. <laughs> okay, well, it's ben. you didn't have to do me out in public it's Ben, like by the way. <laughs> um, my employers Today this. we're here to talk <laughs> about The Watchmen, the comic book, and I guess the movie? Yeah. Okay. I mean, a little about the movie too. A little bit about, yeah, a little bit about the movie, mostly about the comic, I guess. Also, uh, does do you, does vinegar give you a headache if you smell it for too long? It's not dangerous, oh, is it? Fuck it, no. <laughs> I was boiling vinegar. I've never just sat and, and smelled vinegar for. Well, it's it's everywhere now. I got a bit of a headache Ugh. going. I'm not sure if it's like, should I be worried? My God, mm. is this another Ben dies at the end episode? I don't like those. Maybe. Maybe don't spill vinegar everywhere. That seems like a mistake. Oh, I didn't spill it. I've been boiling it. Oh, cleaning purposes. Oh. Anyway, you know who wouldn't mm. need to boil vinegar to clean shit? Professor Manhattan. Oh, uh, or Rorschach because he just lives in filth. I'm an animal. People are animals. <laughs> I, I just so, you know that's a that's a good jumping point. Um, uh huh. My one of my biggest gripes with the film is the voice work. For, like, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Look, it's very of its era. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's not... How, like, yeah, in the in the comic, of course, we have, like, Rorschach's mannerisms, like how he talks and stuff. Um, mm -hmm. That's very obviously a thing. But I don't think I ever envisioned his voice as being, like, Batman light at all <laughs> that's what it was and then uh when dr manhattan shows up i'm like oh here we go and then he's like hey and it just very unsettling not expected i don't necessarily disagree with the interpretation but freaked me out wasn't expecting mm -hmm. mr soft spoken um yeah and as i as i mentioned had absolutely no idea that, like, Rorschach was such an edgy character. Even more mm -hmm. so, like, in the book, sure, and we, I, I forget, I, I, I remember you telling me about it, but I forget who exactly was involved, but someone was like, oh, people come up to me and they're like, oh, I like, I am Rorschach. And I'm like, get away from me, please. <laughs> I, I forget who I forget who it was one of the creators or story like some something somebody mm -hmm. you had mentioned like had that anecdote and reading that makes sense but they dialed it up in the film they really did mm -hmm. there's some sort of truck right outside it's, it's picking on the mic oh well um yeah. So, fun fact 
about Rorschach as this garbage truck goes by. Um, his his manner of speaking is va- based on a character called Herbie Popnicker, which I'm sending you a link to the Wikipedia article. Oh, dear. So every time Rorschach speaks, you should really imagine that. That's what you should should picture. A little fat nothing named Herbie. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Hey, <laughs> there are a lot of Herbie comics, but that his manner of that pattern of speech is based on that character. So mm-hmm. and that fat nerd. Emotionless, terst, irresistible to women, consulted <laughs> by world leaders, nearly omnipotent, and more powerful than Satan. Herbie Great. Popnecker. Good lord. <laughs> I mean, and that of makes course, like all the the Watchmen characters are based on actual other characters. The fuck, I forget what brand they were. Um, but like, so Rorschach is based on the question. Okay. And is... Doctor Manhattan is Captain Adam. Ah. Uh... I was gonna, you know, because they they refer to him as Superman, like Superman yeah. is real and he's American. Yep, I mean that's just a, a thing, but yeah, yeah. I I don't think it was in the book, but one of the line the I think it was an additional line for the film that I liked was people like saying, oh, you said superhero is real and he's American. He's like, no, 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 no. I never said that. I said God is real and he's American. <laughs> like, he changes it. <laughs> Pretty good. <laughs> Charlton Comics. That was the that was the company. Okay. And then, and then DC acquired those characters and gotcha. brought them into the DC universe and more wanted to use them to write Watchmen, but ended up just doing analogs for all of them. Mm-hmm. Okay. So uh, my biggest uh, minor dumb complaint that I about the movie is Night Owl isn't fat enough. That's yeah, yeah. They slimmed him down. <laughs> Oz, like Ozymandias is also tisk. like he's a little too thin. He's not as like. The hair is there. The mannerisms are there, but I was expecting someone a little more buff, I guess. Mm-hmm. Also, I mean, biggest complaint, hands down, is, like, the entire ending. Uh-huh. Like, well, yeah. That was, that's the major complaint everyone has with that movie. <laughs> yeah. Just real dumb. Like, why? <laughs> so many things wrong. Uh, aside from the just the act of not having the balls to put in a big old CGI alien squid, um, mm-hmm. like okay, you guys are gonna unite against Doctor Manhattan. You're gonna lose, I guess. <laughs> eh. they, they, if not a squid, something that they could actually kill. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then uh, just the change in the change in tone, because like in the book, everybody is on like they don't like it. 
They don't like that Azumanday. I forget the dude's actual name. Um, what, what's Azumanday's regular? Azumanius. Yeah, something. Uh. Yeah, I forget. Alan. Is it Alan? Strikes me as an Alan. Can open my book here. Strikes as an Alan. Veit. Uh, Adrian Veit. Adrian, you know, right. Alan, Adrian, same energy. <laughs> um, like, you know what? I'm just gonna stick to superhero names. They all, they're all just white. I can't. Um. <laughs> All white people just look the same, you know? Um, <laughs> well, no, there's Ag <laughs> there's Night Owl, there's Rorschach, there's Dr. Manhattan, there's Ozzy, whoever, and there's Laura. <laughs> and there's the comedian, and there's, like, Night Owl 1 or something, I don't know. But everybody yeah. at the end of the book who's involved in that, in those sequences, is like, they don't like that they have to keep quiet about about Ozzy's plan, but they but they accept that it's like the best route. Like it's mm -hmm. bad, but it's already been done. So like we're not gonna you know we're not gonna throw away what happened if we're already here. Mm -hmm. Except Rorschach, of course. And then in the film, like they changed that tone, which annoyed me more than the lack of squid. But hmm. yeah. I don't remember how they changed it. Um, honestly, they made they made Night Owl like really pissed about everything instead of like, yeah, we have to accept this. And he's like, basically, after Doctor Manhattan offs Rorschach, he gets really upset and he like really dislikes both Doctor Manhattan and Adrian. Mm. And it's it's just less, yeah, and meh. The world wasn't ready for the real ending, I guess. Cause it, what, what year did the what year did the film come out? Two thousand nine. No, two thousand something. Two thousand, yeah. It was before we were balls deep in the superhero films. At any rate, two thousand nine. Yeah. Okay. And I did the. I did the director's cut, not the ultimate cut that has the black freighter animated film in it. Oh, okay. I've never seen that animated film, honestly. Yeah, it sounded like too much. And, you know, turn on the film, it's three mm. hours. I don't want more. <laughs> yeah. I do think... We have a lot to cover, to be fair. But... Yeah, 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 yeah. It's... I like... For the most part, it's a... It's an okay adaptation. It's not... I don't think it does anything... Terrible. The soundtrack is... Terrible. But it doesn't do anything with the story. Like, wow. your characters. What? The soundtrack is a mess. I mean, the only things I remember positively about that movie are musical moments, which is the <laughs> montage at the beginning and then when All Along the Watchtower kicks in. 
montage at the beginning was pretty good. I just my my complaint is mostly that it it doesn't feel as consistent. I, I don't remember anything else about the music except those okay. <laughs> those two moments, which are like my favorite moments. See, and that's the so. that's the the problem. <laughs> it's like you have something like Guardians of the Galaxy, right, where the soundtrack is such a it's like a big part kind of in the sense that it's mm-hmm. like it's there and it's something that is kind of focused on in this they were like it feel it feels like man you guys feel like you guys feel like some classic rock up in here i think we could do a classic rock song but just in these areas like it's not sprinkled um the hallelujah bit when night owl and laura are boning down i <laughs> had never heard the original version of hallelujah before I thought it was a terrible cover, honestly. I thought it was, like, some weird, like, post-modern drunk guy, like, singing the song. And they're just, like, they're it's just a sex montage. And I was dying. Like, I, I was, thought I was going to pass out from lack of oxygen. It was absurd. So, that was a special moment. How dare you shit on Leonard Cohen like yeah, that? Yeah, well, you should have been better. <laughs> that one song. Yeah. So, I, I understand, I feel like I understand very little, but still some of the concepts that the, that the, the comic book is trying to is trying to touch on one of which of course is who watches the watchman right obviously they do they they get on that but and i've been thinking like at first i'm, I'm like okay well there was like they said that line like once but the, the more i thought about it the more th- i realized like how truly central this is and i think i don't know it it's not I mean, it's obvious, but it's not like, uh, it's not like uh, Animal Farm obvious, I guess, <laughs> if that makes sense. Like, it's not, I found It's a my... pretty straightforward theme. Yeah. But it's not like, you know. They're not, they're not stating as... it directly. It's not a sledgehammer over your head repeatedly. Yeah, yeah. You're saying? Yeah, yeah. Um... So yeah, I, I thinking on that, I was. That's obviously a thing. Is there is there other stuff that I that they're commenting on? I, I mean, for from the the thing for me is I don't really care about the story anymore. Mm. With Watchmen, Watchmen for me really it's about the craft of the comic book making. Okay, like the nine panel grids. Which gotcha. Was like, kind of the thing this comic invented really? in terms of like in like this yeah because it okay the way it builds the whole thing and that constraint and the way that um the comic has to f- fill out that space i didn't i'm turns gonna out to just be pretty pretty special and it also turns out to be like the most amount of work for a comic book artist like for whatever reason nine panels is like the most work and if you go above that 
it starts to become easier because there's less detail to show. Yeah. It's something about like the amount of space that's using on the page. Yeah. You know what? I, I'm, I'm just leafing through it now. Yeah. It's all nine panels. And then like occasionally they merge yeah. two together, three or four or whatever. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And I know this was actually the only reason I have this book like physically is my mm -hmm. sister read it, had to read it for, I think it was some sort of media class where I assume that along with the story, they were looking at like how it's put together and all that stuff. Um, yeah, I'm sure that was part of it. She, she did not read it. <laughs> I'm, like I got done with it and I, cause I read it on the plane ride back to Russia <laughs> And I texted uh -huh. her. I'm like, I, I I read through Watchmen. Did you actually like? Did you read this whole thing? She's like, I skimmed, if you could call it that. <laughs> yeah, okay, that checks out. <laughs> yeah. So there, yeah, there are plenty of also like bad influences Watchmen's had on comics, like. That people took away from it. Uh, serious stories should have rape in them. Oh. That was no yeah. good. That was no good. <laughs> that was a bad lesson. Yeah, that's a... <laughs> Yo, that's in that stupid cartoon intro. That you just have... And the guy's like, how can I get my kiss? I'm like, is this... Do they do this? <laughs> what? No. Yeah, no, it's... It's a fake cartoon. Intro. No. It was fake, but it had Watchmen. me going. It had it me fake. going for quite a while. <laughs> like, <laughs> look, those eighty cartoons are built on tropes that were done over and over again with different properties. So that part of much, as yeah. Much. Like if they had done it, it wouldn't have been far off from that. Yeah, yeah. That, well, that's why I was so like I was confused. Yeah. No, they didn't start really trying to merchandise watchmen till more recently <laughs> yeah when dc has like given up and it's just like for whatever reason watchmen watchmen so watchmen's also like the best-selling comic book ever it's like like i don't know if you go to like a target like probably the only comic book they'll have other than kids stuff is watchmen like kids books like for whatever reason, because of all like the acclaim and because it's really good, um, I don't know. And for whatever, like it's just in the consciousness as a book that people buy rather than you know actually going out for other comics and stuff. Yeah, yeah. And it, it's also kind of like a in that way though, it's kind of like a dead end. Like a, it's hard to know what to recommend to someone after they read Watchmen. Yeah, and that's kind of the... I was thinking about that as well when I was reading. I know you mentioned that some of the stuff it does is going to appeal more to people who read comics and past that even read yeah. superhero comics, mm -hmm. maybe, right? Yeah. Um. So, yeah, I was kind of thinking, like, like my especially with the with my sister's media class reading this like my sister sure as fuck isn't gonna read a comic in her entire life much less all of this so like mm -hmm. 
the idea of people just doing this comic as a one-off is weird <laughs> i yeah. to say the least cuz it's cuz it's like a deconstruction from you know the 80s like it's also like old at this point yeah so it's not like it's it's responding to what comics were then and like uh, comics since then have all been responding to it mm-hmm. but I don't know. It's like, it's like, oh, you've never listened to pop music. Here's smells like Teen Spirit. <laughs> I don't know. Like just like something that like was diff- responding to what it was and changed stuff for a time or whatever. But yeah, it's just without of out of context. It's just like it's not not gonna mean the same thing even close. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I. I mean, I. It does hold up way better than the other comic book from that time, uh, Dark Knight Returns. That people hold up, which is fine, but Watchmen holds up better as a, as a comic. I'd say Dark Knight Returns. That's that's Batman. Yeah. Okay. Just wanted to confirm that it's that mm-hmm. dark. Knight. So that's like one where like people read it. It's like, oh, Batman. He's so it's so dark and edgy, and it's like. This is like a hard response to Adam West Batman. <laughs> like, this is not... The Batman that's in this comic is, like, supposed to be, like, the Adam West TV show Batman. Mm. That's the Batman that has now gone old and jaded. But, like, nobody reads it and knows that, mostly, anymore. Yeah. So, so that's a thing. Mm. But also, like, the, that one, like... Batman snaps the Joker's neck and stuff. Oh, it's not. It's like no, no, no. He like he breaks the Joker's neck and then the Joker snaps his own neck. Oh, okay. But also, Batman totally uses guns in that comic. It just happens. Um. So uh, speaking of speaking of Joker, obviously mm-hmm. there's. <laughs> Like, probably a large, if not entire, overlap between people who idolize Rorschach and people who idolize Joker. Specifically, Heath Ledger's portrayal of Joker and... What's his name? Who's What's the latest dude? Uh, Joaquin name? Phoenix. Yeah. How do you pronounce his name? Joaquin. Joaquin? Okay. I've, I've never heard it said aloud, so... <laughs> The last bit I was sure of. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, so I, I would say it's it's safe to say that there's an overlap there. Has, and, ba- and based on what you told me about the interaction with one of the creators and people who idolize Rorschach, like, that's been a thing for quite a while now. Has, do you know if, like, the Joker has always had that connotation or like when he started to get it because obviously for me i'm not like that's for a long time that was like the joker was heath ledger and Mm -hmm. people were if they if they branched out into comics past that or into other things it was the origin point was still those films or that film rather yeah so i guess i'm i 
like were there comics before this where people were like oh i'm joker we live in a society <laughs> um i mean killing joke is also just one of those comics that's overread by people which is another and that's another ellen moore comic gotcha and that's like the joker shows up and shoots barbara gordon and paralyzes her for life and that one's way more about like oh like batman being pushed to the extreme and also batman's crazy like it's a weird book that wasn't supposed to be canon either because like mm. Batman is fucking weird in that comic, yeah. But it was so popular, it became canon. <laughs> People liked it so much, so it has a weird, weird thing. But really, like, I mean, I've... so Joker kind of changed as a character when he they brought him back and he killed Robin, right? In like, and. Which is a story where people got to vote whether Robin would live or die. And they all killed him off? No, it was, like, incredibly close, but they voted for him to die. But it was very slim margin. (laughs) (laughs) And then Joker kills him by beating him to death with a crowbar. Hell yeah. I mean, how else? What other way would be better? I don't know. It's kind of brutal. But cuz like the Joker is like a jokey. He's like he's an agent of chaos, but it's fun. Like that that thing that's become more and more about the Joker is like why doesn't Batman just kill Joker? And like the that kind of breaks the fiction cuz like Batman's not going to kill Joker. That's not going to happen. But the darker and darker you push Joker, the mo- more you have to you ask that question if you're thinking about it, and the less it makes sense. Mm-hmm. So, like by making Joker darker, you're kind of breaking Batman because Batman's a character for children. <laughs> <laughs> like he's a he's a real child fantasy of like what if I what if I just could do whatever I want and I was the boss of my dad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah that alfred uh yeah like what if my dad worked for me oh no i got to tell him what to do <laughs> okay. so you kind of break the fiction i think when you make that too serious but yeah. also like joker i think is weird in that like every other batman villain you can give them a tragic backstory and it makes them better. And mm-hmm. I just think that's not true for Joker. I think every time they try to give him an orange short origin story, it sucks and it makes him less interesting and weakens him. So I don't know. There's like a purity to his chaotic evil that is lessened when you explain it. Yeah. Yeah. Try to put a reason to it. Cause then he's just like anyone else. And I don't also don't get like the so instead of the killing joke, the example I'm going to use is the Lego Batman movie. <laughs> okay, where the Joker's just like all like in love with 
Batman and like getting Batman to recognize him as his like arch enemy or whatever. Oh yeah. And it's just like like no no. <laughs> the Joker's a good, the good Batman villain just because he's the opposite. He's this chaotic force and Batman is this ordered controlled hero. So it's like not any all the personal connection stuff are like really trying to lick them. I hate it. I hate all of it. Joker should just show up and make stories more interesting. That was what was good about the Heath Lo- Leather Heath Ledger Joker in the Dark Knight is he's just he all he's out is to make the movie more interesting because he's out to make things happen. Yeah, and like do stuff, and like that's good and makes for fun stories you don't and anything more than that is like ruining that so like whatever there's a comic where the joker tries to kill batman on the moon so he can (laughs) batman and robin on the moon so he can be the first person to committed a crime on the moon i mean that's that's uh, that's a good idea yeah (laughs) it's respectable respectable goal (laughs) Have you? Yeah. I mean, we're you know it's getting a little off track, but I, I have to ask: mm-hmm. Have you seen Batman Ninja on Netflix or Ninja Batman or whatever it's called? No. Okay. Nope. I don't know what that is either. Me neither. <laughs> okay. I I mean I, I I haven't watched it because like. You're my authority on that. Reimagined by Japan's finest artists, Batman must face his foes oh. in feudal Japan while a malfunctioning quake engine transports them all back in yeah. time. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it's just... DC puts out a lot of animated movies. That gotcha. Are, that were direct-to-DVD. Like, there's like it's a long lineage, and the Batman ones are the most popular, so they just keep making Batman ones. Hell yeah. Like, it, dude. I don't know. I don't know. I, I was watching all of them till I got sick of them being mediocre and I stopped entirely. Yeah. Um Yeah, I just just thought yeah. I would ask. Um Yeah, no. It's just yeah. like like a it, DC does they would do they had a line called Elseworlds, which was just like they would be a mini series or a oversized issue uh, takes place in an alternate universe yeah that's like a classic thing dc does so that's just like one of those basically okay and else worlds it's a fantasy story <laughs> this isn't real it's not real <laughs> that is it's a branding dc would put on certain comics like i think it was in the silver age it's not they wanted real. to do something crazy that was like they didn't want it to be canon they say this is a fantasy story oh my god or something. It's not real. You said special words. This is this one isn't real. This one doesn't count. Ninja Batman isn't real. He can't hurt you. <laughs> Until they introduce the multiverse and then they're all just in alternate worlds and can cross over for big events or whatever. I mean whenever when they all die. I mean I'm just waiting someone. for uh you know, following the success of Spider Verse, when are we gonna get like mm-hmm. 12 Batman working together in a film. I mean, that's just DC sleeping on the job. That 
I mean, or actually, you just haven't watched uh, Batman Brave and the Bold, because that definitely happens there. Great. The cartoon. It's a good time. I like Batman Brave and the Bold. I'm more of a Batman it's Beyond. silly Batman. Batman. It's like Silver Agey. Gotcha. So is there... Uh, the first episode has the third Blue Beetle, whose voice is the same voice as uh, Terry McGinnis' actor from Batman Beyond. <laughs> okay. So is there... Uh, uh, yeah. Anything that you wanted to discuss with Watchmen? Like, either in general, or if there's, like, something you wanted to... Is the, If there's any, yeah. like, new, new reader questions that need to be asked or something? I don't know. Well, I also, like, the thing that really makes me love Watchmen is the Dr. Manhattan stuff with him experiencing everything at once because that's just one of those things that gets me every time Mm -hmm. like you do a character unstuck in time you got me (laughs) i'm I'm paying attention (laughs) yeah uh best example is kurt vonnegut's stuff but yeah um yeah i just like that thing and like Watchmen was a comic I read it in college when I was getting back into comics after having kind of quit for a bunch of years and I that was when I first got started into DC stuff too cuz I'd always I'd just been a Marvel kid as a kid mm-hmm. except for like the bat the cartoon stuff the DC animated stuff was just I better than the Marvel stuff. It was just higher quality. Uh even though I like still just liked Marvel inherently more. DC's like Batman the Animated Series and Superman the Animated Series was clearly better cartoons and those have aged much better than the Spider Man and X Men cartoons of the nineties. Hmm. Um, yeah, but so Watchmen again like I'm getting in I was like anyone else getting into serious comics I read Watchmen and it's it's very good. It's it's excellent. It's excellently structured. Yeah. That ticking clock metaphor, the countdown to disaster, the giant squid. It's pretty giant good. Squid. It's a pretty good bit. <laughs> I like the I like that there's sort of I mean all of the heroes kind of seem like they're either they're they're Batman to some extent, like they don't act. We're not dealing with like Flash. Well, yeah, there are and whatever you know. They are crime fighters. Yeah, yeah. They're not Minute superheroes. Men. They're yeah. They're, they're like they're masked heroes. They're like they're like the heroes before Superman. Gotcha. Like, the Phantom, like the serial or the Shadow, like serialized heroes who wore masks but did not have powers. They were just people. And yeah. there was like a. And that, like that Batman comes out of that tradition. But yeah, that was. Mm. It was like a, a genre before yeah. Superman came around and changed what that meant what, or what was expected in. But then the fact that world. like. 
they're just so, side by side yeah, with so Dr. Way, Manhattan. Like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> well, so that's like, it's like mirroring what happened. That's one of the cool things about how the story works is it's mirroring what actually happened in comic books in like, this is what's happening in this real world. Hmm. Real world, I, I in quotes of Watchmen's <laughs> world, where there are mass heroes and then a Superman comes. Whereas, like, you don't have the world in which Superman exists before Superman. Like, you have to re-engineer it to say, this is a world that exists with these characters and then this one comes in. Because Superman comes into his own world. Like, that's the start of it. Mm -hmm. So you're kind of, like, going back and then re-engineering based on, like that idea happening. Gotcha. But then there aren't any other superheroes. Yeah, yeah. Which is a little weird. I mean, but, someone, you know. one of the characters has the superpower of money. Oh, I, uh, Ozymandias does catch a bullet. That's true. You know what? Yeah. <laughs> It's like he's he's basically a superhero because he has also super intelligence, which is yeah. a superpower that he decided to be intelligent. That's the real intelligence. <laughs> yeah, he counts, I guess. Yeah, I think I'm trying. I I think. Dr. Manhattan is the character I'm most interested in. Probably. It's because you see his dick. Yeah, big blue schlong. <laughs> and I'm there. You it's know how I am with my comics. Like, that that one panel where they draw him full bear. It's like, no, that's his thing. Gotta show Dr. Manhattan's dick when he shows up. Yeah, man. Any excuse. <laughs> so, fun fact... The most recent DC big event had Dr. Manhattan. It was Doomsday Project. It had Dr. Manhattan in it. So, like, Superman has seen Dr. Manhattan's dick. <laughs> Mary Marvel, a small girl, a young woman, has seen Dr. Manhattan's dick and commented on it. It's fine, it's, though. It didn't, it didn't have to be a thing. It's different when you're a super being. Is it... I mean, just put on that th your thong. Maybe, maybe that's not. It's not his, that hard. Maybe that's not his dick. Maybe his regular dick is smaller. <laughs> I mean, he just gets to make his dick whatever size he wants it. Thank God he's not a furry. Walking around with a big old, big old <laughs> horse penis. No, he's just a bald man. Yeah. His true self. <laughs> I, I'm kind of upset. Like, they elab in the comic, they elaborate on his descent from fully clothed person to non clothed per person, but they don't mm -hmm. explain why. They just, ex like, it's just like he slowly grew tired of clothes or something. It bugs me that we didn't get an answer. 
Out of everything in that comic, that might be what I want an answer to the most. Like, why did Dr. Manhattan got it stripped down? We all have to deal with clothes. It's not fair that he doesn't have to. Because he doesn't care about other people. Well, clearly. He doesn't care about society. Or like that hot take on... what Was it when JFK got shot that he was like... <laughs> All the particles are the same whether someone's dead or alive, so there's no difference. It was just a really spicy mm -hmm. take. He's uh, lost perspective. Yeah. Which He's guess, lost the trees for the forest. Mm -hmm. Which is... I suppose that's, uh, I guess, just a result of him... I don't know. What is it? Is it a result of him like being stuck in time or I don't, I guess I'm trying to piece together like what all stuff he can do that would lead him to think that way. Cause I guess I know at one point he said he's experienced stuff that is too quick to have been said to happen to have happened. So something cause like, I don't know. It has to be the stuck People in time People are boring. Thing, right? I it's, guess. <laughs> that's, he gets bored with people. Yeah. I think would be the simplest way to say it. Like, look, man, he, he's just trying to have sex. And then suddenly he's like, what if there were two of me? And she I gets all freaked out. I fucking like, love oh. that he's like, I thought you would like this. <laughs> <laughs> are you telling me you're not into spit roasting, Laura? <laughs> Because it really seemed like you were. You strike me as that type of gal. Oh, oh, you prefer bukake. Say no more. He's a nice guy. Considerate. He should have asked first. I mean, yeah, consent is my key. Hot take. When. <laughs> Double teaming a gal. <laughs> no one likes a surprise extra person in their bed. Especially. <laughs> Especially when it's an identical copy of your big blue boyfriend. I don't know about especially. Like, what if it were just someone else? Like, a oh, probably. <laughs> Just so a Rorschach. Rorschach is now in your bed. Yeah. That's awful. <laughs> I don't know how you how that could surprise you. Like just the stink. <laughs> you you smell it coming every time. John, what's that smell? Both ways. I thought you liked this smell, Laura. <laughs> It's what people call funk. Our shark brings the funk. I will say, like, as much as I as much as I hate people who like Rorschach, Rorschach is a fun character. Like his stuff yeah. is good. The the any everything in the prison is great. Like, yeah, no. It that's definitely just like people got too into it. Yeah. They ruined it. Yes. 
Because, I mean, I really like the, like, you're, you're stuck in here with me line. Yeah. And that whole issue, the first time I read it, and it, it's, like, just means less and less to me. It's like, yeah. No, I had a, going. I had a friend for a hot minute back in the day. Online friend, I should say, not in person. That would have been insufferable. Mm-hmm. Um, cosplayed as Rorschach, but like half cosplayed as him all the time. <laughs> like wore the hat and trench coat more than he should have, probably. And was like always quoting him and shit. Bad times. And bad times. And see, that's why like reading this was kind of bad because I'm like, oh shit, this was a quote too. Thought that was just something you said. <laughs> Thought it was from something else. <laughs> I'm not surprised, but like, uh-huh. like I knew the, yeah. I knew, of course, I knew the whisper line, right? And I'll whisper no. That's it was in the trailer, I think. So I knew it at least from the film. I didn't know that the trapped in here with me. Um, the mannerisms for how we talked. I didn't know that. Just, yeah. We tried to do the voice and it was like, not good. (laughs) Like when people try to eat cans of uncooked beans. Probably. And say, fine like this. Fine. I, you know, I don't, I wouldn't doubt it. But see, Ugh. we're not, like, we're not, I, you know, I haven't talked to him in literally 10 years, 11 years, mm-hmm. 12, 12 years at this point. Um, like, there's a reason, I guess, innately. I, my subconscious knew. Yeah. Yeah, so the the other big moment in Watchmen is probably the uh what am I some kind of serial villain? I when he reveals his plan, but then also reveals yeah. it's already happened. It's so Late. good. It's so good. It's, it's very good. Yeah. No, it's that very was... good cuz that's still a trope. <laughs> yeah. Like that one that trope hasn't gone away because of that moment. Uh so it you're reading it later still like yeah that's great that was that was a that was one of the moments that was i mean it's great in the in the book and it's also great in the film it just it's the same mm-hmm. impact like I, I read it in the book it was amazing i saw it in the film i wasn't sick of it it was great again and what a, yeah what am i some sort of serial villain i did it 35 minutes ago <laughs> it's oh, it's so good that's probably Trying to think like what the that might be the best moment. Yeah. I think that's probably the best moment in the in the story. Just like no, it's too late. He did the thing. The thing happened. Yeah. I did so I do really like I, I did as I said, I didn't watch it in the film. <laughs> Cause there's the ultimate cut with that with the Black Freighter movie, but 
Mm-hmm. I did like it in the book. I just didn't... <laughs> I didn't always like how it was laid out. Like, I'd just be getting... I'm like, come on. I want more of... The, I want more of, mm-hmm. like, Rorschach or this person or this person. And they're like, nah, Black Freighter. I'm like, yeah, okay, that's fine. Hit me with more Black Freighter. Let's see where this goes. Nope, too bad. Caught in a night owl yeah. now. Him and Laura got a fuck. Yeah, so there are people who just fucking love the Black Freighter thing, and I just... It never did much for me. Yeah. So, like, that cut of the movie exists because there's, like, a large people group of people who would complain because it's like, where's the Black Freighter stuff? It's like, all right, here it is. Yeah. <laughs> um, full experience of just straight adaptation of the of this book. Um, we'll get to it in the... When we talk about the TV show, the TV show, I think, found a good way to get some of the spirit of that into what it was doing. Okay. But it, it's, it's, it, I think it, I think it does it better than the comic book just because I didn't care for the Black Raider stuff and it doesn't sure. feel like it really connects. Yeah. But it, like that idea of like having this side story, that's cool. It like makes the world feel bigger. Yeah, it's a different flavor. If you were like buying this every week, that would be cool, or whatever, or every month that was coming out for a year or something. Like reading it as it was coming out, that was really yeah. good. When you're like reading it like a book straight through, it's <laughs> eight hours like, on an airplane. Yeah. Yeah, and I yeah. When you're trying to burn through, like I did. It, <laughs> kind of feels like it's what what's the point of this yeah i and like i i think the story is enjoyable but yeah it's not i want one or the other like i'll read it that's fine if it pairs mm-hmm. well but i don't want to alternate <laughs> let me do one thing yeah. at a time here look man you got to be everywhere at once and uh, see everything all at once i'm not even blue how am i supposed to clone myself like that <laughs> You just have to open your mind, see all possibilities at once. <laughs> but can Dr. Manhattan so fact, see why kids love the taste of Cinnamon Toast Crunch? So Night Owl's based on Blue Beetle. Okay. And there was a Blue Beetle 2 and a Blue Beetle 1. And Blue Beetle 1 was a Batman knockoff. So, like the idea of, you know, terrifying villains by... Becoming the scariest animal. A beetle. A beetle? (laughs) Yes, it's terrifying, man. I mean... terrified. Maybe if he was like a ladybug. A giant blue beetle. What if he was like a ladybug, though? But he also smelled like a ladybug. That would be horrifying. That's how you win fights. find a picture of blue beetle one to show you how scary he was yeah that'd be good sure. like i don't got i don't got much going on for fear right now just be terrified yeah that's a beetle holy shit it's just a beetle it's just a superhero beetle <laughs> fear get a magic under, thing fear groups underworld yeah he had a magic what? He's just what? a dude. 
No, he, he had a beetle, but I think he was just a dude. I think he was just a masked hero. And then Blue Beetle 2 had all the like the tech gadgets, like like Night Owl does in the movie. And he yeah. has like a giant flying beetle instead of a giant I mean that would that's like a that's a solid ship design though. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, honestly, I'd oh, yeah. like... Uh, oh, yeah? War Sharks, based on the question, who was created by... Um, I think most of the... The Charlton characters were... Were created by... Um, what's his face? Uh, Steve Ditko, who co-created okay. Spider-Man. Gotcha. But but the thing is, Steve Ditko was a complete objectivist. So uh, he wrote, really used the question to give diatribes about objectivism. That's mm. how he used that character. Like, just way too much text of him spouting <laughs> off. Yeah. So they're terrible comics. Yeah. <laughs> Like one, it's one of those things. It's like, oh yeah, no, Spider Man was good because Stan Lee was writing him and fixing stuff that Ditko was trying. Like, there's, yeah. I think the most the the example I like to bring up is like Ditko drove Spider Man like shaking his fist at protesters, and then Stan Lee writes in him cheering them on. <laughs> <laughs> Because uh, that's just how they Marvel made comics. The artists would draw the stuff, and then Stanley would fill in the words. <laughs> yeah, that's how they did it. Uh, so that has it has ups and downs. But yeah, Steve did go like he drew some of the best comics, but also he's a piece of shit. <laughs> that's pretty great. And, uh, shaking his yeah. fist. Yeah. So there and there've been there's been good stuff with the question that not made by Ditko, but it's all it's all later. Yeah. Yeah. I mean I, I like honestly that's pretty much everything I had to say on Watchmen. I I enjoyed it. I'm looking forward to the show. Mhm. Mm Just tell me The show is a sequel. Yeah. Tell me, tell me straight, is Doctor Manhattan in it? Yes. Yeah, I'll take it. <laughs> Good enough. I just want more of that, dude. Does it take? Is the whole thing in an alternate universe where everything's exactly the same, but it's the universe that Doctor Manhattan created, presumably from wanking into the cosmos? No. Well, that's sad, but understandable. <laughs> the show, it's like, it's it's both, like, actually a sequel, but also trying to be, like, a remix is the way they described it in terms of, like, following some of the structure of Watchmen. Gotcha. But it's trying to be, it's trying to not be the movie. It's trying to yeah. not just be, like, a straight, retelling of the comic events it's trying to kind of 
breathe, do the thing Watchmen did, but in a different medium, breathe life into. Sure. Bring some of that same stuff. And it's also trying to update it. And, you know, it's way more about race. Mm. For one thing. Okay. Uh, All right. It does a lot of, of interesting stuff. And I think every episode, one through six, gets better than the one before it. And then it tapers off a little, and then it ends pretty well. Nice. Yeah, I downloaded them. I just Mm. need to watch them. That's the tricky part. It's like when you buy... Who watches Watchmen? One day it will be Ben. One day. I was going to say, it's like... You know, buying the game, super easy. You just press the buy button and you it's there. Playing the game, that's where it gets tricky. Yeah. So what did you think of the reveal of Roshark's face? I, it was better than the Kylo Ren reveal? I mean, I it was at least a character you had seen before in the comic. Yeah, yeah. I didn't laugh. Like, oh, that's who Rorschach is. He's the crazy guy shouting about how the end is near. Yeah. <laughs> no, I I like I liked it. I thought it I thought it was a yeah. good move. From a from an enjoyment standpoint, I'll say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. I'm so used to fucking mask reveals in fiction now where it they're no it does it's not like really a reveal cuz like who's fuck is that that's yeah it's no one it doesn't it's just a face you just have a face under there it doesn't mean anything to me well that's uh I, for, I think it was from a comic i forget if it was a comic or a show but like someone takes over flash's body or whatever and he's like let's see who's under the mask and he like pulls it off while looking in a mirror and he's like huh i have no idea who this is <laughs> yeah that's from the from the DC animated that's from Justice League Unlimited gotcha but the, yeah, yeah. the DC animated universe that one's like connected that same universe as Batman Beyond okay same people working on it um what's funny about that one is they do that episode is about where Flash and Lex Luthor swap bodies and they do the episode because the voice actor for Flash played Lex Luthor on Smallville Okay. But then, but Clancy Brown, who's voice acting Luthor, like, completely steals that episode doing Flash. It's fucking hilarious. Yeah. Uh, My favorite part is, he's, like, after he's coming out of the bathroom, uh, someone asks him, like, aren't you going to wash your hands? And he goes, no, because I'm evil. (laughs) <laughs> that's really guy, good he understands the criminal mind well clearly <laughs> that's great because I <laughs> so he treats it like it's a trick question <laughs> trying to trap him uh, good times yeah man oh yeah, we can call that an episode. 
Because both of us are just going to pass out. <laughs> yeah. Um, so you can email us at Salt Circle Podcast. Find us on Stitcher, iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, various other sources that pull from those same feeds uh, as Salt Circle Podcast. You can find me on Twitter at Comic Panels. And yeah. we're on Twitter at Salt Circle Pod. I'm on Twitter at Bean underscore LP. Yeah. That was a, it was a good one. Watchmen is good. Yay. I need... Watchmen... I need, need? I need a hot minute before I can like ever read this again. Because <laughs> <laughs> doing it in a single sitting was a lot. Yeah. But... Good. I'm looking really forward to the show. And now I can, like... Yeah. I remember all the talk about the movie. And now I can finally contribute. Ten years later. Yeah, it turns out that movie's fine. It's just, like, yeah. not great. People were either. really... The way I had it in my mind, like, I thought it was yeah. going to be a total fucking flop. Because I just remember people being pissed about it. Yeah, no, I don't. I can't, like, I get. I it is three hours. Oh yeah. So I don't know that I'd want to sit through it again. But no, it's that's rough. No matter how you cut it, though. I didn't even sit um, through it in three hours. I did it two parts, half and half, <laughs> baby. Like it's a straight adaptation of that story. Like if you hate that movie. Maybe that story's not that good? Yeah. So, so it's actually, like, way more about the craft? So that's, like, actually my big... Now that we're post-credits, my big take about Watchmen is, like, everybody wanted to give Alan Moore credit for writing this great comic, and I just want to give Dave Gibbons all the credit <laughs> now for drawing it and mm. choosing to do it in nine panels. Because yeah. it was his idea to do it that way. Like, like from what I understand, like Alan Moore is like spewing forth from his mouth, and then like it's up to the artist to like turn that into a comic book. And I think Dave Gibbons did a great job. <laughs> yeah. No, well, it's because Alan Moore is kind of a crazy piece of shit. <laughs> so it's the Rick and Morty problem. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much a perfect analogy. Watchmen is Rick and Morty. Oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Warshark fans are Rick and Morty fans.